right, welcome back to another episode of the Laughing Matter podcast. I'm your host, Allie Brill, here with Bridget, Bridget Friel. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I love it, we're in our new pod lab. Yeah, It's so bright and the sunshine's here, I love it. It's like a new era of I know, podcast. it feels good, right? In. Yeah, <laughs> like professional. Love that. Um, okay, so I know that we already vaguely, briefly said VPR. Yeah. Right off the bat, let's get into it. Okay. Um, you watched the episode. I the did. The finale. Mm-hmm. Vanderpump Rules. What were your immediate thoughts? Okay, immediate thoughts were stress. Mm-hmm. I was so stress. stressed out. I yeah. don't know. And I was honestly a little surprised that Sheena gave Sandoval the time of day to like come to her house and explain things. Okay, now we're back. Yeah. So, yeah, Sheena crying so much. That was a lot. Um, Somebody also, like, zoomed in. She, like, brought Ariana two packs of cigs. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure they were camel crushes, too. That's what somebody said. Yeah. So that's, like, their thing. And yeah. it's funny because they never show them smoking, but they no. all talk about how they all, like... Smoke. Hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. It just brings me back to, like, 2010. Oh. <laughs> like, too. yeah. When I first started smoking, it was camel crushes. Yes. Like, that was such a thing. Yeah. I knew a girl who was, like, five years older. She was, like, the older, like, cool girl in the group, and that's mm-hmm. what she smoked, and she would definitely buy them two packs at a time, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, I don't know. No, funny. I can see that. I was, like, so young smoking those camel crushes that I couldn't properly crush them. Yeah. Like, my I, little weak child fingers were too weak to crush the thingy. Did it take you I shouldn't be smoking at that age. No, nobody should smoke about human balls at all, actually. <laughs> They're so bad for you. But yeah. um, did you ever, like, not know about the crush thing? And then did somebody have to, like, tell you? Like, I was not. No, because I was introduced to them by a friend who was Rude already that smoking my that brand. Were, were all your friends Camel Crushes people? Oh, yeah. Like, my friends were, like, Marbred people. Oh, we were Camel <laughs> Crushes hard. Oh, my God. And then I switched over to Marbred, the short ones, the 62s, yeah. when I went to college. Ooh. Yeah, I was That's real badass. fancy. Did you drink, did you drink mm-hmm. like, whiskey and shit, too? Like, Absolutely <laughs> not. It was the cheapest beer that I could afford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, um... That's funny. We would all get like 30 packs of like high life in like high school. Yeah. Did you guys have a terrible beer that your group stuck to? Uh, we drank a lot of Coors Light. Like my friend's dad so was like a big, <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> was a big Coors Light dude. And so we just drank all of his Coors Light, I feel like. That, um, that's funny. I yeah. actually put in a Coors Light thing because in one of the scenes she... Or when Tom went over to Raquel's house. I know. He was so comfortable there. He's been there so many times. Yeah, the dog knew him and everything. Yeah. yeah. And, like, he knew exactly how to... I'm sorry. I've been friends with you for four years. So I'm not going to go downstairs and, like, go through your fridge and, like, yeah, grab something. Yeah, he just went right in. That's boyfriend status. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they were together for seven so months. Long. That's so long. Yeah. And despicable and just sad. And I That know. whole scene, like, hurt my heart so much because it was, like... I don't feel bad for either of them, but mm-hmm. like I could almost feel like that Sandoval didn't want to be there, like because oh, he was so like, yeah, he just cameras. blew up his life for that girl, and then he's like, what the fuck? But she's also the only one who's like in this with him, right? So they like literally have nobody else yeah. than each other, and you can tell that the producers are very like with them but like they still have a job to do too they need to get their info out so Mm -hmm. I don't know you can just see when Raquel is talking about it in her confessional when she's smiling she's like I don't know and it's like you are so broken you are just such a broken individual that like 
that's all I see. And it, it was to the point where it was so like juicy and gossipy before. And now it's just kind of like sad. No, this girl is so broken. Yeah. Like there's like they were jokingly, Katie Maloney said, how were you raised? Where were you raised? But like somebody really needs to look into how this girl was raised because like people don't act like that unless they were like She's not okay. emotionally, mentally or physically abused. I think it's fairly obvious that like James Hit was her. like emotionally <laughs> and probably physically abusive to her. Like yeah. in those episodes leading up to like the scandal, like final episode like when you're watching her and she's just crying and being like i don't know who i am and blah 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 blah. i think we've all been there at some point but it was to the point where you're like oh like you're not okay like mentally you're fucked up because of this previous relationship and it almost makes me feel bad because i feel like sandoval just took advantage of this very young naive broken girl who like obviously at that age you should no, not to sleep with your best friend's boyfriend. Like, that is still messed up, whatever. 100%, yeah. You know, whichever way you look at it. But I also feel like she was a victim yeah. of the situation, too. Yeah. I feel like I agree. Sandoval was, like, the mastermind of all of it. I know. And he, he's the one who fucked up. He's the one who made a commitment to Ariana. That's mm-hmm. his decision. Moving that wasn't... into a home. Yeah. Asked her to fertilize her eggs. Yeah. Like, so sick. So, like, oh. he was sleeping with Raquel when he went in to, like, fertilize... Ariana's frozen eggs like that's so messed up it's terrifying that it's terrifying for Ariana that like somebody people that were so close to her could do this to her yeah like (laughs) I know shocking how horrifying it's terrible and it's I don't know Ariana said it best so she's looking for Raquel is looking for validation in a man and Mm -hmm. you know I just think she's she's so broken so yeah um, I don't know anything else crazy from there. I mean, no, so I'm just cringe. really excited to see the reunion. the reunion when that comes out. Yeah, <laughs> like, this has been like the biggest drama of 2023, and Vanderpump Rules wasn't even like that popular of a show until now. It was literally about to be done, so like yeah. they wrapped up everything. Apparently, there was a um a never a behind the scenes episode. I don't know, never seen footage of Peter putting in his end like he's putting in his two weeks he's gonna be done uh oh my god at sir yeah, and he was a gm there for so long forever the and whole show it's crazy it's like 10 years i know wow good for him for being a gm for that long i know oh that's a real miracle yeah <laughs> he was able to do it but man he probably got paid real well though fuck i hope so yeah especially from what those the servers that they make there yeah like those those girls made a lot of money honestly if i were in his position though as the gm and then all these servers are getting like a big giant paycheck from bravo for being on this show i'd be pissed because i'd be like man i'm busting my ass yeah. for you to even have this venue to mm-hmm. create a show oh for sure and you're getting you know thousands like of dollars mm-hmm. just for and, like, being fame. dramatic <laughs> he would always say that it would be like uh like best of both worlds because he could be a part of it and go to everything but like yeah. didn't have the pressure of being a main cast member right i mean i don't blame him. i would never do reality tv i love reality tv yeah i personally couldn't i just don't think i would be interesting enough anymore that too i think if we did reality tv like if we did a series about the club in the first year people would would be so great that would have been so great people would have been so into it it would have been vanderpump rules but but comedy club style yeah yeah honestly the owners really should have known that and they could have like honestly the owners are the most dramatic of them all i know they would have been the real (laughs) They probably, it's, it's so funny about reality tv when i worked at um the diner in milwaukee it was mm-hmm. like this greek family that owned it kind of same vibe like really crazy like yeah. things that happen there it's open 24 7 like jesus the, the third shift girls are like hitting the streets also <gasps> while serving tables like shit was crazy there and they were offered like they were shown interest by some 
I don't know, producer or whatever, uh-huh. and asked to do, would you be interested in doing a show? And they're like, absolutely fucking not. And I think it was more because of, like, the books. They didn't want to put their <laughs> drama out there? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just like, that shit. Man, could you imagine if our clubs did a reality TV They should show? have. I've given the idea so many times. They really should have. Yeah, but they would be in such deep shit now. Oh, yeah. No, they wouldn't be able to, like... <laughs> They'd be canceled, but yeah, Sandoval it been great. reminds me of one of the owners. Like this whole situation, I'm like, <laughs> this is yeah, I'm kidding. I can see that for sure. Yeah. Honestly, though, this is so great for Ariana because obviously it's going to be so painful. But like, what a, an amazing way to get through a breakup. Yeah, she's getting like rebranded. She's getting a whole career through this. No, she really is. I've like seen <laughs> ads on my. Yeah. Bloomingdale's, like, um, yeah. somebody was like, Coors Light needs to get her. <laughs> One was like secret, or like the shaving, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Bic shaving razors. There's that. They just did Uber Eats. Like, it's, wow. it's a thing I'm thinking with the, I mean. Yeah, she's going to make so much money off of this. Her. She's going to maybe be able to like buy him out and keep her house, I oh, hope. for sure. And I think she went on The View, actually, which is also her PR team. Incredible. She, they, she hasn't done a single interview until after the reunion, which uh-huh. is so smart. And she's killed every single one. Yeah. So I just, I'm very excited for her. I feel like you should go into PR. Oh, I think that would be fun. <laughs> I think that would be so fun. Yeah. Damage control. <laughs> yeah. How are you going to do this? I could do that. You should, we should find a celebrity to like pet because you... To pet? Not Ooh. a pet, but just to have like a, a, you know, like someone to work with. You're a great manager. Yeah. I'll handle their PR. Perfect. We would be a dream team, honestly. We would be. Are you kidding? We yeah. just need someone to be the talent. Yeah. <laughs> Go on stage. <laughs> <laughs> but then just pay us every week. Yeah. So. That was it. I was disgusted by Sandoval. I feel bad yeah. for Ariana. Um, Raquel, please go get therapy. And Please get therapy. She's not okay. No. I also like everybody's like oh my god James is so funny like this would have been so boring without James I hate James you still hate him yes every time he opens his mouth I'm like you're fucked up and like you're causing all this other like mental and emotional trauma for all these other people I feel so bad for his new girlfriend oh my god I'm like what is happening I I still hate him I kind of feel I think he's way funnier now um and like I I think he's the root cause of everything that has happened (laughs) he's the one who like bullied Raquel and broke her and probably physically abused her. Yeah, he broke her nose, remember? Yeah. That was like an episode. Yeah. And yeah. then he's like, oh, she slept with my friend. Mm-hmm. Bitch, you broke her nose. And you're sleeping with everyone that she worked with. Yeah. While she was at college. So like, yeah. yeah, he is the worst for sure. Oh, I have a funny story for you. Okay, I'm ready. Oh my God. Okay, so my kids, James told me how two girls in his class um, like, like him. And I am not about that, though. Like, he is in first grade. Like, I'm not about them saying liking or dating or whatever. But he's told me, like... They can't have crushes in first grade? James doesn't have crushes. These girls have crushes on James. Which I'm... I get it. He's so adorable. But but I, like, tell them, especially with Naomi, because she's, you know, that's my girl. That's my baby girl. You're not going to be dating no boys in, in elementary school. I did that. Disgusting. I became a mother at 18, so I am trying to tell them if you have, if you're dating in elementary school, you're probably going to be. We're such polar opposites. Up. I didn't have like my first real boyfriend until my senior year of high school. Really? Yeah. I wish that was the case. It probably would have saved some problems for me. <laughs> Um, but I don't know. So I told Naomi about how I dated a boy when I was in elementary school. 
Um, and it was actually kind of a sad story. He died, and the day while you were dating, no, no, oh, no, God. no, it was after we graduated. But oh. I found out that he passed away um, the same like hour that I found out that I was pregnant with Naomi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. And it was sad. And I found out that he had committed suicide. Um, and we were like downtown Rockford at that Planned Parenthood waiting for the results. And then, yeah, I go on Twitter, see all these RIPs. And then the nurse comes in and is like, you're pregnant. I'm like, okay. So I told oh my Naomi God. this sad tale. And um, she looks at me and she goes, well, you got to lose one to get one. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Naomi nine year old. I'm <laughs> like just an Aubrey Plaza at home, nine-year-old virgin every day. Just, Your kids are so funny. Like what? It makes me sad though because everybody says comics are funny because of their trauma. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But also don't get knocked up at 18, guys. Yeah. Maybe um, they'll so yeah. learn from it though. I fucking hope so. <laughs> my week yeah um yes any good comic tea happened to you this week or anything that you kind of okay so um so when we were opening l club when we were first like looking at spaces to open the club like buildings Mm -hmm. we had picked out this space that was kind of like in a like open air community bar setting so basically it was like a block of bars and restaurants where like you could just like walk to all of them and it was yeah like a plaza it was Mm -hmm. enclosed there's no like driving through that block or whatever it's just like a walking area um and so originally we were looking there at, Mm -hmm. at a at a spot and it just became too difficult because these people were putting all these rules in place in our contract like we couldn't give out comp tickets we had to like we couldn't serve alcohol post show like just all this stuff so that like our way of making money would be reduced yeah um because we have to give out comp tickets sometimes and Mm -hmm. you know money off the bar tabs money off the bar tabs yeah Mm -hmm. so they were putting all these rules in place where it just didn't really make sense for us to move forward with that venue so we found a different venue Mm -hmm. and built l club um well about three months after l club opened i found out that a different comedy club was opening in that original place that we were looking at mm-hmm. and at first i was like oh well like maybe they'll be smaller like maybe it's not going to be as big of a deal like we're an a-class comedy club there was already a smaller comedy club in the city and i was like whatever mm-hmm. and just kind of forgot about it moved on with my life well yesterday i saw that a comic that i follow on instagram was going to this new club. Oh, to perform there. To perform oh, there. So I was like, oh shit, like who else is going to be performing God. at this club? So I went to that club's website and it's like all of the comics that we usually book. Holy shit. So like L Club is getting shafted because this new club that opened up is also like an A List level, place. like an A list comedy the club. Books, yeah. Yeah, so they're getting like the same level bookings. Wow, ballsy. They just came in after you guys yeah. built the whole thing and it's like. We're here now. Yeah. In a better location. Yeah. It, the building's a lot better, I assume. Like, I don't know. Wants to be outside. Um, I don't know if it is better because it's like a tourist trap. So not a lot of the locals will go down to that area. Interesting. Um, and it's also like right downtown in the city. So it's kind of hard to find parking and blah, 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 blah. Ooh. So like, 
originally I was like, no, our spot is better because it's still closer to downtown, but it's definitely more accessible for the locals. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know, but the, the new club looks beautiful. Like I was like looking at their pictures and stuff like that. Like, you did a great job in L club though too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really nice. It's so weird. I'm going to show you the pictures later, but it looks almost just like L club. Oh shit. Yeah. They really were just like copy paste. Literally (laughs) copy paste. Exactly. We're stealing all your comics. We're stealing all your stuff. We're just going to put it out. So I'm like, the only deciding factor is going to be like how well the club is run for like, which, yeah, which club the comic chooses to go to. Which will be just really interesting to see how that plays out. Wow. I know. What a... That's crazy. And how funny, like, are they... I mean, comics can kind of do both. Like, is anybody, like, hopping from, like, club to club? I don't know. And I and I don't think that many of them will, though. Because you don't want to like, split your clientele in half. Because it would be better to have one sold-out weekend right. than two half full weekends i was thinking more like host features like if they're like bopping back and forth like. oh i'm sure host and features will i think it'll affect more of our like headliner. our headliner bookings not even oh. ours they're they're i know you're really stuck in the it's still ours it's okay it's ours okay <laughs> okay, okay. Ours. <laughs> yeah it'll really affect our our headliner booking and like mm-hmm. so i'm i'm intrigued to see how that yeah plays out let me know um ask samir L Club peeps. I'm also interested to see if any of my old employees from L Club who like left after I left are gonna go over there? work at the new club. I'm also interested. I would encourage that. Know, <laughs> <laughs> One of them, I don't know who it was, somebody posted on the Spotify and was just like, um, let's hear more about Bridget's awesome AGM. Now, how amazing were they? So, I don't know. I'm That's probably my sister. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't them, though. It was like, some, I'm assuming somebody else from Oh, the club, that's so funny. It was it Nicholas is your AGM? Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's go into our special of the week. Okay. So this week, we chose to do Nate Bergazzi. Yes. Um, and he has a new special, Hello World, which was available on Prime. Yeah. Um, right off the bat, he had his daughter Ooh. introduce him on stage, and that was the cutest thing I've ever heard. I think it's so sweet. You didn't think it was sweet? No. I, never, I thought I'd never see this before, and I was like, well, all clubs are 21 plus, so that's probably why. I thought it was sweet. Is it like I thought it was gross. <laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was nice. And I forgot that he was um, so, like, clean. Yeah. Did he do a clean show at? Mm-hmm. Did he really? It's always a clean comic. Wow. That's impressive. It is impressive, especially when you don't notice that somebody is clean. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a feat. Yeah, You have definitely. to be good to do that. Um, I also realized when his daughter introduced him um, that... His last name is pronounced Bargetsky, and I always say Bargatsky. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I I definitely did notice when she said whatever she said because I thought it was Bargat. Like, <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I thought it was an O, not an E sound. Oh well. Now we know. Now we Thank know. God she did because we wouldn't have known. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I thought she was sweet. I liked the room. That stage. It was the circle life. stage. It was he very interesting. And I, like the people were like, oh my god. It was very like wrestling, like WrestleMania. It was. <laughs> I actually was like, okay. So like when he's walking onto stage, he does the intro again. Is like another walk, like where the camera follows him and he walks onto the stage. Mm-hmm. Thank God it wasn't from the street this time. It was from a room. So yeah, it was, it was kind more, of like a closet. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but like everybody was like fist bumping him mm-hmm. while he was going on stage, and then like as he was getting off stage, it was like everybody, all the people in the audience were like high fiving him. Mm-hmm. Um, I did feel that it was so strange. Like, who are all of these people in the back that are like just standing fist around bumping the him? Room. Yeah, as he goes out, other like, comedians that- high fiving him when he comes back. I was like, okay, it could be other comics. Like, it could be his posse. But I was also like, what if it's employees like could you imagine gathering all of the club employees no i think he did that (laughs) yeah how freaking weird i was like it's like it's like okay you played soccer Mm -hmm. it's like the good game lineup good game yeah good game oh for sure yeah that's what it made me think of i was like no i feel like he did but he, he gives that vibe though that like he would go in there and be like guys you guys are gonna be able to get a part of my special you guys are gonna be able to be on it all you gotta do is this and, like, I think that's how we conned everybody to do it. And then I think the but other But why people, would you? I thought it was so strange and unrealistic. Like I don't know. Maybe he thought he, like, probably put it on them, like, you guys get to be part of my special. Like, but why you guys to be a part of it. To make people feel included and special. Okay. <laughs> I feel like that was it. Because um, I feel like that big guy, is he looks familiar. He's, he, looks, he does look familiar. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. You know what Nate also reminds me of? Um, speaking of fans like that or like people being in his shit, do you remember the girl who was brand new and went up to him? This oh is a God. server that we hired. Oh, well, I'm, you hired her. <laughs> and, um, she... I'll take that. <laughs> good. She, she walk, would walk around and she would just get so excited. There'd be like an F-less celebrity and she'd be like, let me get a, let me get a selfie with this guy. Like, yeah, she was really... Celebrity focused. Would love. She's fangirling hard. Yeah, over, over anybody. You had no idea who Nate Bergatz was before Bergatz. you walked through here. You checked his Instagram following and now you want a selfie. Like, yeah, you're weird. That should be a tip. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't fangirl. It's not the. It's not the time. It's not the time. Go through your drinks. Make your money. I do remember when he came to the club that it was his birthday, that weekend, mm-hmm. and. The owner was like, go get a bottle of um, Johnny Walker Blue, mm-hmm. a $300 bottle of whiskey. And so I went and I got it. I put it in the green room and first day he didn't touch it. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. Like, yeah. Sometimes second day, didn't touch it. I was like, oh, maybe it's because I don't have like rocks glasses in there. Oh, so yeah, I went and put some yeah. like rocks glasses and some ice in there Didn't touch it. And then finally on the third day, I was like, oh, like this is like. Because I put, like, a birthday card or whatever in front of it, too. Oh, and I cute. was like, oh, it's, like, your birthday gift. Like, it's for you. And he was like, yeah, I don't drink. <laughs> I was like, ooh. That is well. such a... That is shocking, though, that the owner would didn't know that. Because usually I feel like they'd be on top of that shit. Yeah. And, like, know those sort of details. Maybe Especially he... if he would, like, send you on a trip to go. Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? And spend $300 on one bottle. I don't know. He took it with him and he said that he'll put it, or Nate took the bottle with him and said that he would like put it in his, he has like a home bar and he's like, I don't drink, but I make drinks for my friends whenever they come over. So they'll oh, really enjoy God. it. I was going to say, so at least he that? was like, nice, nice about it. Also, Nate, um, didn't he say this already about how he got freaking pulled over on the way to the club? Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. So how, because you were managing during yep. this time. How did, did he reach out to you and was just like, hey, uh, sorry, I got pulled over? Yeah. He texted me late. and he's like, sorry, I'm running late. I just got pulled over. <laughs> Which is so funny because, like, the drive between the hotel and the club is literally, like, three minutes. I was literally thinking the number three. It is so It's little. so short. <laughs> it's I was like, how do you get pulled over in that time? Truly, what were you doing? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? It's and then scary. he said that he was struggling to, like, get his insurance pulled up on his phone. 
because we had like a oh, rental yeah. car or whatever. Oh, yeah. and, like It was just a whole thing. And oh, my God. Thankfully, I don't think we started that late. Like, no, I don't Maybe even... like five minutes late. Yeah, it wasn't that. I remember good vibes from his shows. I remember his walk-on music was was 21 Pilots. He chose, <gasps> didn't he have a ride? And then he had 21 Pilots for his special, too. So funny. It's random I didn't realize that. I do always, it's just a good song. It's like one. It's like yeah. an easy one. It's like good, good vibes. Um, I, his whole like shtick, if, if our listeners haven't seen him, is that he's like kind of dumb. Like that's like really what he plays up is that he's like a little bit dumb. In like a, a southerny way and like yeah. Christian-y. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty funny, but I would like to see a little bit more range from him because I feel like the last three specials of him that I've seen mm-hmm. is all about that same like shtick of like mm-hmm. that he's a little bit dumb. And obviously you have to kind of... Um, What's the word? Brand yourself. Right. Right? Like, that's what really helps. Like, if you're consistent and you kind of brand yourself, that's really what helps propel you to to fame. Mm-hmm. But I'm also, like, it would be interesting to see you do something a little bit different. Like, not you don't have to go super off the wall or anything like that. Right. But, but we've already heard everything about your Christian. Right. Let's, let's, not, let's make the next, next special maybe not all about how you're kind of dumb. Yeah. And Christian, which kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it kind of, um, I agree with you there because I didn't know if he, if this was the same set that he would be doing um, when he came to Home Club. And One of the jokes definitely was. I remember it being pretty similar from what I remember. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't remember the joke every, or every single joke every comedian no. ever said, but um, yeah, it was pretty similar. And I think he had a different special actually that came out right after he went to Home Club. Oh, did he? <laughs> Which would have mean, yeah. Meant no, no, no. We were in his first club right after he dropped his recent. Oh, his gosh, recent okay. special. So yeah. this would have been the special that he would use that. Yeah. With. Okay. Um, regardless, I liked it. It was, it was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, you said, clean comics are hard to come by. And if they do it that flawlessly, and I didn't even realize he was. Yeah. Like something I would definitely feel safe recommending to anybody. Yeah. This you would know? be one of those. Oh, this is what we were talking about before. I, I said something about being an oldest and you said something about an oldest child curse. And he talks about how he is the oldest in his family and yep. um, things happen. And yeah, I totally feel that because I'm the oldest. Yeah. I'm not technically the oldest. I have like seven brothers and sisters around this country. But you didn't grow up with them. No, but I was the oldest in my family. Yeah. So they um i had all of the curse of that yeah and it's it's very fucking real (laughs) yeah i also feel like and maybe it's just me but i have noticed that um like so you're an oldest child and i'm a youngest child Mm -hmm. and i feel like all of my closest friends are oldest childs oh because i feel like we like vibe together easier you know because i feel like the oldest always wants to like I don't know. Do just oldest like, things. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know what you mean. I so, agree with you. I just um, thought that was funny. Um, so yeah, classic premise that he talked about firstborn versus youngest, um, but definitely relatable. Hell yeah. I like the representation because it's not talked about enough. <laughs> I was traumatized, guys. <laughs> I literally like wished my sister happy Mother's Day. <laughs> my old sister. It's <laughs> so nice. My youngest sister did not. Yeah. And I literally have children. She was like, thank you for the recognition. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. I and happy Mother's Day to you. You are a dog and cat, and cat mom. mom so. And they're here, all of them. I love that. Yeah. To babies. Um, one thing that he talks about a lot is that I've also mentioned is his Christianity. Mm-hmm. Growing up in a Catholic environment. Um, and he talks about how he got his parents when they were at 
their most Christian. Yeah. And I, as an older sibling, also had to go through that. But, like, my mom <laughs> would not do this. It would just be me and my dad. And, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, for months we would just be going to a new church every weekend and, what? like, trying it out. Like, when we had moved up here, he went through a phase where he really wanted to find a church. And that's admirable. Um, we don't really do any of that, so I don't know why, <laughs> but whatever. Um, different places. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, it didn't really make sense. Um, but it was kind of funny because he talks about uh, how he went to his family's house, or he went to his friend's house, and they had, like, a movie. And he Friday went, the 13th. And he knew that he wasn't allowed to watch that. Yeah. Because of his Christian upbringing, right? Yeah. And I kind of had the same experience. I remember I went to a sleepover at my friend Jenny's house, and they put on The Exorcist. And scary. I was, it is very scary, yeah. right? And I was like, oh, I'm the opposite. I'm like, absolutely, I'm going to watch this. Like, I don't care what my parents <laughs> say. Um, but I felt so bad. And a couple weeks later, I had my first confession. Um, in the Catholic Church, it's a big deal. Like, it's a whole oh. event. And, like, you go and, like, you have to learn the way that you go in and how you talk to the priest. Yeah. So it's my very first time doing this. I go in there and I tell the priest that I watched a bad movie. And I'm sure this priest is like... <laughs> girl like watching porn hub or something right like thinking back and then i was just he's like okay what movie and i was like the exorcist <laughs> which is almost kind of as bad because like we're in catholic right church, yeah yeah like, yeah it's the worst and he just paused and he was like all right that'll be three hail marys and just slid me on my way it's like a vending machine of like forgiveness yes. like Please enter your three Hail Marys mm-hmm. and your forgiven will be like great. dispensed. Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> and so yeah, but you know what's weird though? Like I remember that was the first day that I was like, I this this was off my back. Like I didn't, yeah. this was off my shoulders, like I didn't have to think about this anymore. I felt so like free. <laughs> so <laughs> religion is wild to me. Yeah, it was crazy. Also, it's weird that they, like, put a kid in a room with an adult and just, like, tell them all Locked them in a cabinet, basically. Yeah, the confessionals are fucking weird. What the heck? I don't know. I don't go to Catholic church anymore. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was interesting. That is interesting. Um, I also, like, so he tells a story about going on a walk with another comic. Mm-hmm. And every time comics tell stories about other comics, mm-hmm. I, and, like, doesn't say who it is, I'm always, like, who is it? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> we probably know them. So I'm like, who went on the walk with you? I would like to know. Do you have any ideas? No. Was? Did they talk about anything super specific that they were A like... frog. But that's not helpful. Mm-mm. They huh. talked about doing a walk in front of a hospital. And I was like, Interesting. do we have any trails in front of hospitals here? Yes, I walked down the street in front of my hospital. Yeah. We have, mm. we have uh, like a financial center that has a nice pathway. True. But no. So I don't know who it was, but every time comics talk about other comics, I'm like, please say their names. Yeah. We want to know. True. There I know. Some people, people have like, people are like weird about like name dropping, which I don't understand at all. But. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Did he talk about the tattoo on his mom last time? Because it kind of sounded familiar. Yeah, I think he did. He talked about that. Yeah, he's yeah. like disappointed in his mom for getting a tattoo or something like that, or shocked, or... Yeah, because like his youngest sibling got a tattoo, and uh-huh. then after that, his both of his parents ended up getting tattoos, and he was like, I would have never been allowed. <laughs> oh yeah, he like makes a joke, and he's just like, now that you guys are all in tattooed gangs. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that like, 
not that long ago, like fully tatted people were looked down upon like so Absolutely. badly. And now it's just like, oh, you're not tatted. You're a bitch. <laughs> you don't have any tattoos. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't like tatted girls? Take me off the roster. That's what I, that reminds you of. Definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, I love that though. Do. Yeah. Do your parents have any embarrassing tattoos or any tattoos? No, out? neither of my parents have tattoos. No. I was the first person in my family to get a tattoo. Did your and sister I have was, My sister has... Yeah, she has tattoos now. Hers are, are so much better than mine. I'm so jealous. I should have waited. In what way? Like, do you... Like, the um, like style of it? Or, like, she went and got it done? Um, you got yours done crappy and, like, hers is great. No, I think hers are just, like, better... I don't want to say better thought out, but, like, yeah. Mm. Kind of mm. better thought out. And planned, and she, like, worked with an artist on all of them, like, multiple, like, you know, like, they went in and talked about ideas and the emplacement and everything like that. So, like, all of hers are just, like, they're so nice and, like, well-placed and Mm -hmm. they look like they should look. Yeah. And I have just, like, a giant daisy on my side. I feel you. Which, like, back in 2012 was the thing, I guess. No. Here I am living my life with a... Giant daisy on my ribcage. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be worse. Um, it could be worse, yeah. I Yeah, I think it's just crazy. Um, when it comes to parents having tattoos, um, I'm disappointed in my parents. My mom did tell me she wanted to get an anchor tattoo, or not an anchor tattoo, an infinity tattoo. Oh, thank God. She didn't, right? No, she didn't. It was okay. 2012. It was like the height of it. I was like, I nipped that in the butt. Yeah. Good. Um, but I was not alive when she got her other tattoo, which is Winnie the Pooh with three oh honey pots right here. I don't know why three honeypots. She does have three children right now, but... Um, That's what I, I was going to ask. Yeah. Three honeypots. And that was before she even had kids. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it could have been worse. And then they gave me shit. I have two tiny tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, very tiny. I, Not a big deal, but they gave me shit for this one, which I kind of get. But I also... You have Winnie the Pooh on your yeah. body, so... With three honeypots. What does that mean? I don't know, but... I don't know. <laughs> I'm suspicious. If anybody knows what three honey pots means, because suspicion has arisen here. Back in the '80s, I assume. Yeah. Let like, us know. I'd say like yeah, late late '80s. Let me know if that's a sign yeah, or something. Yeah, late '80s, early '90s. What would that mean? I don't know. I'm kind of scared actually. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I on St. Patrick's Day years and years ago, I got very drunk and I not even very drunk I got a little tipsy mm-hmm. and I was trying to convince Jacob to get a shamrock tattoo on his butt cheek with me that's and normal. he wouldn't do it how rude right that's a red flag I know <laughs> to this day we fight about it why wouldn't he honestly I don't know I was like where is your loyalty loyalty and sense of fun yeah it's okay? not like you're asking I'm like nobody's do. gonna see it no like it's on your butt cheek yeah. who's showing who are you showing your butt cheeks to it's not like you're saying get Bridget on a shamrock on yeah it. you know what I mean I was like it would be really funny and he was like I'm not doing that and I was wow. like you're a bitch okay well I'll get a shamrock on my ass with you any day okay let's do it <laughs> I literally will <laughs> also my girl he's so mad because he got my name three years ago and I was like yeah I'll totally get your name <laughs> First of all, who does that? I can't even go down that path because I obviously got my first tattoo. But into my you were younger ex, though. I was eighteen, yeah. and I have a dopamine deficiency called ADHD. And if somebody was gonna be like, "I'm gonna buy this tattoo for you," I was like, "Yeah, for sure." Yeah. So that's how that happened. But and clearly, know. you haven't learned anything since you just went. Yeah, I'll get a shamrock with you on yeah, my ass. Definitely. <laughs> I'm gonna see that one though. This one was behind my neck. So. Yeah. 
as long yeah. as no one sees that's it. That's like my best friend's first boyfriend. He was a wild card man. He got her eyeball tattooed on his arm. It's like weirdly romantic, and I'd probably love that if somebody said that to me, but it sounds Her eyeball! Like a realistic <laughs> tattoo of her eyeball. So I was like. a really pretty eye color? I mean, she has nice blue eyes. Oh. But, but it wasn't like anything specific. No. And he got it in black and white. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's weird. Sir, you just got an eyeball tattooed on you. Yeah, that is weird. What? With like her name or anything? No, just oh. her eyeball. Wow. Just get the name at that point, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. He also got, um, oh, he had the worst tattoos. He got, you know the saying, love is pain? Oh, yeah. But he accidentally did it backwards. Pain he wrote love. pain is love. Oh, shit. Tattooed like above his groin. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> wow. He died. Yeah. He overdosed oh, on no. heroin a few years ago. R.I.P. R.I.P. J. Anyway. Yeah, back to back the special. To name. <laughs> <laughs> Just trauma dump there for a second. That's okay. Um, he also talked about how his first house had sliding glass doors as front doors. Mm-hmm. And I actually have, like, this is, like, a core memory for me. Mm-hmm. My best friend's house when we were young had, her front door was also sliding glass doors. Oh. And I remember, like, when I was a kid, I was like, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. And um, they installed, like, they took out a normal front door and installed the sliding glass doors really? as their front door. Yeah. And my uncle was, like, a real estate agent and um, a insurance agent Mm -hmm. so he like knows all this stuff about houses he also like owned a bunch of properties blah 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 blah. so he's the one who sold the house to them and he i can't remember how this came up but my core memory is like driving past the house with my uncle and my uncle was like i can't believe they did that like he was like so upset that they took out the front door and replaced it with sliding glass Mm -hmm. doors and i just remember being so shocked because i was like i thought they were cool I wonder why they did that though. Like, was it like for like medical reasons? For no, like, easy. I think it was just like they just wanted sliding glass doors out out onto their like front porch. I mean, I guess it's like a way nicer. Like, sun can come yeah. through so much nicer. I would not Absolutely. be opposed. I remember they were very happy with their decision. They loved it. I love that. Good for them. So good for them. Yeah. Love I that. just remember being like, I will never have sliding glass doors as my front door after my uncle was so appalled. You're like, the judgment is too much to Yeah, handle. I was like, can't handle it. Not a choice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, let's see. He, well, only a little bit of notes that I have left on it. Um, he talks about the difference between 20s, 30s, and 40s. So funny, yeah. And it's just so accurate. I just yeah. feel like he talks about in 20s, you want to go everywhere, you'll do whatever yeah, people want to do. Yeah, you don't care. You yeah. just want to get out and live. Mm-hmm. And then 30s, it's like, mm, you got questions. 30s and then, is like, where are we going? And I'm going to drive separately. Yeah, which is so you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, I honestly, I don't even know if you've ever been in my car. I don't think you've ever. No. <laughs> No, I don't think you've ever driven me anywhere. No, not one time. (laughs) Um, I think, let's see here. Oh, yeah, but by 40s, you're just not going anywhere. Um, I've been at my, like, 40 stage for a while, and I was actually, like, thinking about that. Yeah, you've never been in my car. I've never driven you anywhere, and I've hung out with, like, five, minus you and, like, our podcast. Yeah. Other people, I can count on five on yeah five times on one hand how many times i've seen other people in the past year like i just don't do things and i don't like every time that i did do you're something, like it was don't a invite event. me no like our friend got married i went to that yeah <laughs> that's a good reason to get out of the house but like other than that i went to Summerfest. i just i feel like you go you like 
<laughs> feel like you go immediately to like the most stressful situations like the most stressful social situations such a good point, yeah. so then you have to like go back into your cave and like regroup from something like a wedding or summer I fest. literally like, hibernated for you don't days. like go just to have like coffee normal or time yeah <laughs> no you're no, like let's go to 75 concerts in one night one time yeah oh, <laughs> we're gonna okay. see every person in the whole yeah. world <laughs> you know that's such a good point maybe that's literally why i don't leave <laughs> yeah stop going to those really intense social yeah. gatherings check out a coffee shop once yeah. in a while. <laughs> you're right um i also liked his comparison to pontoons being better than speedboats Ooh. I definitely agree with that. I agree. I'm a pontoon person. Did you have one no. when you grew up? I mean, you're a lake person no. in the Midwest, but... I didn't have boats. We were poor. Um, but my friends had boats. Yeah, like pontoons, so. though? No, they had speedboats, a really? lot of them. Yeah. When you're a kid, like, the speedboat is the best. I've never been Because you get to go... What? you never yeah, been on a speedboat? I feel like everybody has pontoons up here. Like, uh, Well, it's Wisconsin. I grew up uh, in Michigan where it's more fun. Oh, well, yeah, apparently, because yeah. <laughs> it's just speedy up there. Yeah. Um... Yeah, Wisconsin, I feel like... Northern Wisconsin is just old people. Yeah. And yeah. Northern Michigan is just drug addicts. Mm. So, definitely more fun in Northern Michigan. <laughs> speed when you're and the speedboats up there. Now I would prefer to be with the old people. But, yeah. I mean, when you're 17... Oh, yeah, yeah speedboats for... I, would, speed I did get sure. so pissed off. Um, my, my grandparents moved kind of outside Liddell's when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, lakes. It's very country-ish. Yeah. Um, it was beautiful, but they built their log home on a fucking no-wake lake. So I was just like, this is a waste. Like, why are we moving to a lake that we can't have a jet ski? <laughs> like, this You're is, like, this is bullshit. I hate this. <laughs> um, yeah. My um, industry tip... I think that was honestly everything for Nate. I don't really have any I other agree. Ones. I think he's booked for sure. Yeah. No, I, I think he's great. And yeah. probably the only clean person that we've had. Oh, before we move on from Nate, actually he had this one joke about how like tea times in golf are very specific. Mm-hmm. Like you have to show up at your time and if you're not there, yeah. you're like not golfing. Yeah. People in golf are crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh. Um, <laughs> and this week Jacob had a tea time to go golfing with his friends. Oh. And I made him stay. Because we have, so my cat has kidney failure and she has to get fluids three times a week. Like, mm-hmm. we have to, like, give her, a, um, like, an IV. We were late on giving her the IV, so I was like, you are not leaving until we give the cat her fluids. Yeah. And then he was late and he missed his tea time. And they had to, like, go and play a smaller course because of it. And then, like, that night I watched the special and it made me really laugh about how he had a joke about missing his tea time because of his wife as well. I love that. <laughs> And just make sure your shit's done before you try and go golfing. Yeah. That should bitch. also be the tip of the You have week. responsibilities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your cat has kidney failure. <laughs> yeah. Um, all in all, I thought that his special was really good. I probably have the most notes on this special that I've taken in a long time. I think that he would be worth booking. Like, people are going to... You're going to sell out your show, for yeah. sure. Like, you're going to make money on tickets. Your drink sales probably will not be as high as some comics because you are going to have a little bit more of a Christian cleaner crowd. Yeah. I still think that it would be worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Booked in my opinion. Yeah, definitely booked. Yeah, I liked them. Yay. Okay. Industry tip of the week is to pay attention to your joke transitions. Um, this is something that I felt that Nate was actually very good at is that he it didn't feel chopped up, mm-hmm. the special. Um, it felt like it flowed really well, so he was able to transition from one bit to the next where it felt almost conversational. Yeah. Um, so, like, you don't want to say something like you're talking about 
blenders and now suddenly you're talking about penis and you Mm -hmm. have no connection between the two premises so something that bookers look for often and something that is like a green flag for that somebody is a professional is that they have those smooth transitions so when you're working on your 10 minutes your 30 minutes whatever you're working on make sure that you have those smooth transitions so that your set feels like it is as i said like almost conversational yeah so that's the tip. I like that one. That's one that I honestly myself have to work on. Like, yeah. Especially when I've been doing the podcast. I'm just like, oh my God. Like, I'll be like choppy, choppy, choppy. And yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a, a skill. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great one. Yep. Well, I love it. So I think that's it. Yay. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for another wonderful episode, Bridget. And as always, uh, follow us on TikTok, Instagram. At a Laughing Matter Podcast. And email us at a Laughing Matter 2023 at gmail.com. Woo. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.